T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mark Hockman. You know what? I might get a breast reduction. Shut up, you jag off. Channing. Crowder. Throw the spinner. Chicken and cheese is an aphrodisiac. Alejandro Solana. Rudy Gobert. Those are your weather. You look slightly zooted. I might have tailgated a little bit. Sports. Thursday night football. You can watch it on your ring doorbell. I had some whoopee in a bunch of Waffle House parking lot. Is milk liquid cow? Mr. Unlimited. More sports. There's pork, but sometimes you gotta eat poke. It's raining testicles! The most sports. If you're in a pickle, just call Swickle. What's going on here? I ain't getting no action last night. The Huckman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. Uh, Starting a little late because of the drama of bull season. But here we go. The Hawk and Crowder Show is live. For the last time in 2023, welcome in to the Hawkman and Crowder Show. Hawk is set to join us here, but he's having uh, some connectivity issues. So I'm going to do a quick segment here. I'm going to get you caught up with some headlines. And then during the commercial break, I will endeavor to help Hawk. Abuelo, uh, you're older now, you know? I'll endeavor to uh, to get him all set up, and then he'll join us. And we're going to be live until 6 p.m., and we're going to do our show today. We're going to get you ready for the Miami Dolphins' biggest regular season game in the past two decades. I'm saying it. Uh, I, you know, I've, I've been going back and forth. Is this the best or biggest Dolphins' regular season game in the last two decades? And uh, I'm, I'm willing to go on record and say it is. Dolphins win. They clinch the AFC East. They clinch a top two seed in the AFC, and they could be the number one overall seed in the American Football Conference with a bye going into the playoffs. And they're gonna have to uh, they're gonna have to do it without Jalen Waddle. So Mike McDaniel spoke to the media today as we get to headlines are driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. The Miami Dolphins will be without Jalen Waddle on Sunday. We know he got banged up the other day on Christmas Eve versus the Cowboys. And, um, you know, he was on the injury report in practice on Wednesday. And uh, McDaniel said that he will be out on Sunday. So that's a huge bummer, obviously. I mean, look no further than last year when the Dolphins were in Baltimore. And it was just an air raid to Tyreek and to Jalen Waddle. 
in the second half. Waddle caught the game-winning touchdown as well from Tua. Probably Tua's best game, if we're uh, ranking them, has to be up there. Top three performance of Tua Tungavailoa's career in the NFL. So, huge bummer. Obviously, you wanted Jalen Waddle out there. You want Tyreek there. You want to just be healthy if you're the Dolphins. Seems like they haven't been able to get fully healthy all season long. Outside of maybe one game after Jalen Ramsey came back prior to that Jets game against the... Uh, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders, so huge bummer. But as long as Waddle is healthy for the playoffs, I think everybody will uh, will be okay with him missing this one on Sunday. The Hurricanes did lose to Rutgers in the pinstripe bowl, 31-24 to yesterday. Hawk, me, Josh Chappelle, friend of the show, Chris Whittingham, friend of the show. We were at the Hard Rock Sportsbook yesterday at Hard Rock Hollywood, and, uh, and we watched the Canes just, you know, end their season – with a big dud. So they go to 7-6 and six overall. Frustrating for uh, for Mario Cristobal to end the season this way, I'm sure. And, uh, you know, I guess you, you have to credit Ja'Curry Brown coming in there. It's not the same team we saw during the regular season. Uh, but it wasn't good. Like, there's no other way to put it. It just wasn't good yesterday. It was a, it was a sloppy performance. They had some special teams errors that cost them. They get the onside kick late. So you're like, oh. It's going to happen. They're going to tie it up. And ultimately, they end up um, not even coming close to tying up the ball game. So they end up losing 31-24. to We'll talk more about it later on during the show. But yesterday, despite a Hurricanes bull loss, and by the way, I mean, I, I mentioned we'll talk about it. The Hurricanes have one bull win in the last 17 years. One bull win in the last 17 years. I mean, yeesh. That is, uh, that is tough, man. I just I feel for your, uh I feel for you Hurricanes fans I really do I really do it's tough 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 the Miami Heat came in clutch last night they go out to Golden State three straight wins all three without Jimmy Butler they're severely shorthanded last night no Kyle Lowry no Caleb Martin no Jimmy so three starters out to begin a West Coast road trip against a Warriors team that did lose prior to their contest last night against the Heat but. Prior to that, they lost to the defending champion Golden St- um, Denver Nuggets on Christmas Day. But prior to that, they had won five straight, and they entered last night winning eight straight in their home building. Chase Center in San Francisco, always a tough place for the Miami Heat to play. Eric Spolstra hasn't had much success in that building as a head coach. I mean, I think they had only won there twice since Eric Spolstra took command of the Miami Heat. One of those was LeBron's step-back game winner, Dagger with one-tenth of a second left back in 2014. Iconic play from the Big Three era. And the Heat go in there without three starters, no Jay Rich either, and they dominate. I mean, Jaime Jaquez Jr., Tyler Hero, and Bam Adebayo do what they're supposed to do in the starting lineup, but then you get Jamal Cain playing like prime Michael Jordan. Eh, Maybe I'm taking it a little too far, but Jamal Cain looked good last night, man. And then how about Nikola... Jovic, the 20-year-old, finally gets some minutes, and they were really, really good. Off the bench yesterday, it wasn't Duncan, and it wasn't Kevin Love, and those guys didn't play bad, but it was Jamal Cain and Nikola Jovic who balled for that second unit yesterday. Coach Spo, I tweeted this last night after the game. I did the post-game show with Tommy Tygon. We talked a ton about this. Coach Spo told us, right, the start of training camp, hey, this team, this roster, It's deeper than last year. And everybody 
you know, they scoffed at it. They said, how's that possible? You lost Max Schroes. You lost Gabe Vincent, two starters. How's it possible that this roster is deeper than a team that ended up in the NBA Finals last year? And everybody said, yeah, Coach Spo, you know, he's just caping up for this roster. They're trying to sell you on this roster to make up for the fact that they didn't land Damian Lillard in the offseason. what everybody was saying. And guess what? Coach Spolstra was right. Hashtag Spo knows. You should have been listening to Coach Spo because they go into Golden State last night. Two guys who are non-rotation players. Plugged in perfectly and balled last night. So the Heat, four straight wins. or seven games above 500. They hold the number four spot in the Eastern Conference. And all those four wins without Jimmy Butler, who did travel with the team out in the West Coast, which is good news. Hopefully he's good to go at some point on this trip. They get Utah tomorrow, the Clippers, New Year's Day basketball, and they get the Lakers next Wednesday, and they'll end that five-game trip out West a week from today versus the Suns in Phoenix, Arizona. Tomorrow, by the way, is a 5 p.m. tip-off. Tonight, the Panthers. They host the Rangers. They're coming off a big win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Two big wins, really, with the Stanley Cup Finals rematch last Saturday, which they beat the Vegas Golden Knights. They beat the Lightning 3-2 on Wednesday. They get the Rangers tonight, 7 p.m. You can hear that game on 560 WQAM. And then tomorrow, they host the Canadians at 7 p.m. little um, New Year's, I shouldn't say New Year's Eve, but kind of New Year's Eve hockey from the Amarant Bank Arena. Canes Hoops tonight, they host North Florida, the Ospreys, 6 p.m. from the Watsko Center. And I'll give a little shout-out to Coach Katie Meyer. Her uh, Hurricanes women's basketball team blew out Alabama State yesterday, and uh, they'll host on Sunday Louisville, the number 19th-ranked team in the country, at 4 p.m. Your weather from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them, 866-954-MORE, youraccidentattorneys.com. Starting to get a little cooler in South Florida. It's in the upper 60s tonight, the lows. They'll drop into the upper and mid 50s. All right, I'm um, staring at Abuelo Hawk, and he's <laughs> he's now at the point where he's just tapping his microphone, and he still is uh, having some connection. <laughs> Jimmy's cracking up. I mean, he's just now he's at the point where he's just knocking on the damn microphone, seeing if if that'll work. So I'll uh, I'll take a quick break here. We have a lot to talk about. Dolphins playoff scenarios with the Browns. Kicking the Jets' ass last night. Joe Flacco might be the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. I don't know what the hell is going on uh, with Joe Flacco in 2023, but the guy looks unbelievable. And um, we'll talk more about this Dolphins game coming up. It's Hawk. It's Solana. It's Jimmy. It's kind of Hawk right now, but Hawk will be good to go. I'll figure it out. It's Hawk. It's Solana. It's Jimmy taking you up until 6, the final edition of the Hawkman and Crowder Show in 2023 returns after this break. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Puntas las pilas. Hawk and Crowder. This is the final show of 2023. And I just want to make one thing clear. If you were listening in the last segment, I didn't hear it because I was unable to hear the radio station. My guess is Alejandro Solana went on a five-minute diatribe about how I couldn't get the audio to work. And I just want to make one thing clear. Jimmy will back me up on this. I believe Solana will even have his tail between his legs. The problem was not on my end. 
I'm a professional broadcaster. I have a brand new computer. Well, it's not a new computer. It's an old computer, but new to me. I tested everything. I don't just come on the air a second before I sign on without having tested everything. Solana, would you like to explain why I was unable to hear the audio from the radio station in the last segment? And would you like to tell me on the air Mm -hmm. how you may have explained it last segment Mm -hmm. when I was not able to hear you? No, I mean, uh, you don't know me at all. I said, you know, Hawk is having some connectivity issues, but I'm sure he will get it sorted out on his own because he's a very wise and intelligent person. And I didn't rip you at all. I mean, I... I, I pretty much just glossed right over it, truthfully. Jimmy, that, that is God honest truth. Say, that's exactly what, did he what say, happened. Be honest, Jimmy. That's one of your greatest attributes is that you never lie. He called you abuelo. Yeah, hmm. I knew it. Hmm. Now, Jimmy, what was the problem that we discovered during the commercial break? It was all Solana's fault. That was a problem. It was <laughs> muted back at the radio station. Everything was fine on and he, my end. And he tried to blame and, it on me. <laughs> And Solana, correct me if I'm wrong, Jimmy, is staring at a big red button that says mute and it's flashing and it's got an X through it. And all he has to do is un it's like the the staples easy button, right? It's one giant red mute button. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh. Couldn't unmute that, huh? Hmm. Well, I got to uh let the people know about Jamal Kane and Nikola Jovic last night I mean, balling. So we're all better was for Solana it. Solana just wanted to do a show. So he <laughs> muted me. He muted my return from the radio station and did his little show. Oh, Hawk, they didn't tell you. You're done after this show. <laughs> they didn't tell you. 2023. <laughs> it's it's Solana yeah. and Jimmy. I'm pretty sure starting around April. I may be done around. <laughs> you goof. I think April might be the end date for the old uh, – old, uh, Hockman show. Um, so, yeah, we had the uh, the Gator Bowl on before us, and I don't know if people were interested or not. I was because I uh, put in a parlay this morning on Clemson money line. I believe it was Clemson minus three and a half. They won by three, but I wasn't given the points. A Clemson money line parlayed with the Hurricanes basketball team tonight minus 18 and a half against UNF, University of Northern Florida. Um, and uh, I, I didn't, uh, I wasn't able to watch most of the game, but apparently the fourth quarter was insane between Clemson and Kentucky, and uh, Clemson scored the winning touchdown with about 30 seconds to go. So the parlay is alive. As the super followers know, I'm on a bit of a heater. If you exclude all table games at the Hard Rock Casino, <laughs> where I lost thousands of dollars yesterday. (laughs) If you exclude that, I won $75 on Rutgers. (laughs) Oh, my last two sports wagers was the Panthers over the lightning Wednesday. That was a winner. And then Rutgers yesterday. That was a winner. If you didn't see that coming, I don't know what hurricanes team you've been watching. And I don't know. did, Did you mention during your private show, David Fironis and the Sun Sentinel tweeted out yesterday, the Miami Hurricanes have won just one bowl game in the last 17 years. Yeah. So if you didn't see yesterday's outcome coming, you don't play the trends. (laughs) Um, So anyway, I've got half of my parlay in. But 
uh the other you know the the other story there is that hard rock i accidentally left a few thousand dollars there yesterday what, what happened there because uh i was there with attention. you and uh, yeah. I, I i had to leave because i had to go to the uh to to studio to do the the heat broadcast and you're like yeah i'm gonna get out of here mm-hmm. so i was gonna get out of there i was with whittingham uh-huh he went to go play blackjack we had played blackjack for most of the afternoon and uh He's like, yeah, I'm going to go play more blackjack. I said, all right, I'm going to get out of here. I don't, I don't want to play any more blackjack. I'm walking to the <laughs> the parking lot, and I just do a little walk by on the roulette tables mm-hmm. just for bleeps and giggles. Right. Happens to be a, a, a seat open. There were no seats at the roulette and craps. Like, you had to really work your way in. I wasn't interested in, you know, waiting, and, and I just wanted to play. Happened to be a seat at roulette. My right hand to God. You can go look at the security footage if you want. I was at a table. I played for over an hour. I was. I'm telling you, if I am lying, strike me down. I was the only player at the roulette table to never have chips pushed back at them (laughs) by the dealer. People were hitting numbers left and right. They were playing black and red. They were playing, you know, the first 12, second 12, whatever it is. I played over an hour. I never got, you know, I played 23 heavy, but then I surrounded. I'm on corners. I'm playing fourths. I didn't get a single chip pushed back at me. They have all my money, but I'll get it back. (laughs) Starting with. Miami minus 18 and a half against UNF <laughs> tonight. So you have them laying 18 and a half tonight. That's the parlay. Mm. Hmm. Wonder if there's a buyout available. Yeah. Let me check. 22 bucks. Well, no, I already have half the parlay. I mean, come on. They got to offer me more than that. Ah, let it ride. Come on. Early cash out, $68.71. It's a $50 oh. parlay Almost at plus nice. 210. So I can cash out $18.71 and pretend like this never happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I'm going to let it ride. And go put it all um, on red right away. We have a uh, lot of stuff to get to uh, in the next couple of hours on the program. It is pretty amazing, though. The Hurricanes have just one bowl win in the last 17 years. That I mean, that you're talking about one of the most dominant college football programs of all time. And... You know, I, I, I've i seen people break down. Xavier Restrepo is coming back, by the way. We'll get headlines here. Um, listen, you could break down the game. It it just is what it is. You knew that they were not going to beat Rutgers in this bowl game yesterday for whatever reason, whether it's Ja'Curry Brown and not Tyler Van Dyke. Whatever the reason is, you just knew that they weren't going to win the bowl game. They didn't. You got to move on to next season. It is what it is. Let me give you a little cat talk here. Hockey fans, don't sit this one out when it's game time. Make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. Big one tonight at the Ameren Bank Arena. You can't get tickets to this one, Solana. Did you know that? This is like the hottest ticket in town. This one, and I imagine tomorrow the Canadiens, impossible yep. to get tickets. Yeah. Yep. So in the holiday season, for those who don't know, all the New Yorkers and all the Canadians come down to South Florida. They want to see their hockey team. And then our hockey team happens to be coming off a Stanley Cup final season. So there's high interest in them. So the New York Rangers tonight, 
There's just no tickets to be had. None. Panthers have won two in a row. The Rangers, I don't know if you're aware, Solana, they're the best team in the NHL. Yeah. Like, they're having a uh, a great season. So you've got Rangers-Panthers tonight. Sergei Bobrovsky in net tonight. 7 p.m. puck drop. You can hear the game here on 560 WQAM. Tomorrow, it's the Montreal Canadiens. That's another big one. Tomorrow's game will be on 790 a.m. Uh, hockey fans, don't sit this one out. When it's game time, make Celsius a part of your play and get that energy up. Game day is fueled by Celsius Essential Energy Drinks, the official energy drink of the Florida Panthers. You want to do uh, headlines? Yeah, let's do headline talk. All right. Um, they're driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store, Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. So Dolphins, Ravens, Sunday. I called it in the last segment, Hawk, the biggest regular season Dolphins game in the past two decades. And I don't know if it's accurate or not. I'm sure it's up for debate, but I'm riding with it. To me, this is the biggest regular season Dolphins game in my lifetime. I think we said it on Tuesday, uh, the only other show that we did this week, but there are so many narratives and so many stories that, that will be written after Sunday. Lamar Jackson can punch his ticket to the MVP. The Dolphins can punch their tickets as the hottest team heading into the final week of the season. They could be, you know, giant slayers on Sunday because everyone is expecting Baltimore to run roughshod over the Dolphins. So it is a huge game on Sunday. They're going to be without Jalen Waddle, Hawk. Waddle is out Sunday, Mike McDaniel confirmed today. I saw the Mike McDaniel saying nice things about Chase Claypool. Yeah. He may get some uh, some looks on L- Sunday. Listen, uh, I've already checked the Chase Claypool anytime touchdown props. If, uh, if you want to take a gander at our last opportunity in 2023 to open up the Hard Rock Bet app next hour, you let me know. All right. Fair enough. You I mean, me I've, got, uh, I've got some ground to make up after yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm not certain uh, making up ground with a Chase Claypool anytime touchdown is the wisest idea. But, again, we'll, <laughs> we'll talk it out. Listen, I sat at a roulette table for over an hour. <laughs> not a – like, I didn't even get a look from the dealer. There, there was no point. I was invisible. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so, the Miami Heat, they go into Golden State yesterday. They beat the Warriors. They open up that five-game West Coast road trip with a dub. They hold Steph Curry to, I think, two points in the second half. Him and Clay had 13 points each. They dominated last night. And, seriously, Jamal Cain, Nikola Jovic, off that second unit, played their asses off. Last night. All right. I got something special working again. Feels like it. Really does. They do. I mean, they, listen, it's a long season. There's going to be ebbs and flows. So I'm not pretending like, uh, you know, you're going to like even the Pistons. The Pistons at some oh point are going to go on a win streak. At some point, they're going to have this season. They're going to have a win streak. There's ebbs and flows in an NBA season, but the Heat have something. Last night, man, I mean, we're all watching a Pistons-Celtics game in late December. Like, it's the damn NBA Finals. I was watching on NBA TV, and then they cut to black, like, right at the end because they're supposed to be airing the Heat game on NBA TV. So Comcast has it programmed in. They're not allowed to air it on NBA TV. You've got to watch it on Bally. So even though it's the Pistons game, 
they it just goes to black. Go, you're unable to watch this game because they think that it's the Heat Warriors game right at the end. Crazy. They had a 19 point halftime lead. They blew the 19 point lead. Kate Cunningham is legit, but the rest of that team is so sorry. Is he legit or is he a looter in a riot? No, nah, I think he's legit. I really do. I've watched right. a couple Pistons games now uh, because I've been betting them. <laughs> Uh, during this streak, and he's legit. The rest of that team is just sorry. They really are. Somebody texts in, long-time Hurricanes fan here. I made money on Rutgers, too. Yeah, I mean, listen, you had to have seen that coming. I'm sorry, but you had to have seen that coming. Seven and six overall last year, five and seven overall, Hawk. So, I don't know. I Like, what do you grade Cristobal's first two seasons? A C? I mean, you know, you're talking about on-field results. I mean, because recruiting, it's an A. Transfer portal, it's an A. But, man, I, I'm tired of playing in the pinstripe bowl, and I'm tired of losing pinstripe bowls. Just is what it is. But can recruiting be an A if it doesn't translate to on-field success? Like, you could well, say – you got to give it a couple of years, right? You got to give it a couple I mean, – last year – was his first season, so you, you kind of just strike that out. He was uh, dealing with whatever he had to deal with. Same thing. I mean, it's, you know, Tyler Van Dyke. I mean, I I mean, by year three, you've got you've got to do better. Now you just have to. I mean, he's not going anywhere, so it doesn't matter. Right. But you have to do better. Yeah. I'm just saying yesterday, like, I didn't go into that pinstripe bowl excited to watch my canes. I watched them. We went to the sports book. Yeah. Watched them. I bet against them. I've seen this. I've seen this game. One win in the last 17 years in a bowl game. I believe I read this fact. No joke. I should check to make sure that it's accurate. Bobby Bowden has more yeah. wins in bowl games since 2007. Since 2007, Bobby Bowden has more bowl wins than the Miami Hurricanes. So let that sink in. God rest his soul. Rest in peace. All right, so we got a couple more exciting bowl games tonight. Cotton Bowl, Missouri, Ohio State, 8 p.m. Peach Bowl tomorrow, Mississippi versus Penn State. Orange Bowl tomorrow, Georgia. FSU, 4 p.m. from Hard Rock Stadium. Jimmy is starting a tight end for FSU tomorrow. Yep, they have me padded up. That might my, my I uniform. Mean, they they don't have anybody. What's the line on that game now? They don't have FSU. Doesn't have anybody playing. Saw like over 20 plus players opted out of that game after they made the quarterback change. Georgia's a 19-and-a-half-point favorite. I feel like laying it. I mean, I, I don't um, I don't know how Florida State is going to exist. I think it's going to look much like the Syracuse team uh, that played USF in the Boca Raton Bowl. FSU to win that game plus 750. Yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> and That's then, me at the roulette table. <laughs> January 1st, New Year's Day. It is the Rose Bowl college football playoff. Alabama, Michigan is at 5. And then at 845, Texas, Washington in the Sugar Bowl. The two winners will play in the college football championship game the following week. All right. Do you want uh, or do you want to do this in the next segment or later on in the show? Uh, do you want to talk Dolphins um, playoff seeding 
updates with the All right, give it to me. With Go the ahead, Browns beating the Jets yesterday, Joe Flacco Browns straight to the Super Bowl. I mean I I mean what? They're good. <laughs> They're good. They it's were a quarterback crazy. away. Guess who the quarterback is? <laughs> Joe Flacco. <laughs> I saw Joe Flacco last year, though. The Jets needed a win to get in the playoffs, and the Dolphins needed That's a win to get Jets. into the playoffs. And the Dolphins beat Joe Flacco's Jets, whose kids, Jets. Joe Flacco's kids showed up to a Dolphins game where his dad needed to win in a Jets uniform. They were sporting Tyreek Hill jerseys. Yeah. I mean, I saw, looks like... I saw him a year ago, Hawk. He, he couldn't do anything. Couldn't do a single looks thing. Looks like the greatest quarterback in Browns history. It's crazy. So, this is from the Miami Herald. Barry Jackson broke it down for me. If the Dolphins do not win the AFC East, which would basically mean they would lose the next two games, they would right. be the sixth seed, and they'll have a good chance of opening the playoffs at Kansas City. Right. So, you really need, if you can't get past Baltimore Sunday, you're really going to need to hold court against Buffalo the following Sunday. Have to. Buffalo plays New England this week. so Should be a cakewalk. They should take care of business, and then if the Dolphins don't beat the Ravens, Week 18, Miami-Buffalo for the division title. If the Dolphins do end up winning the AFC East, either winning Sunday or beating the Bills, um, he says they'll likely be the first or second seed. The one seed gets a first-round bye, obviously we know, and then the two seed would host at least two playoff home games. Obviously right. you have to win the first one. Um, he says the only scenario where the Dolphins would win the AFC East but not be the one or two seed would be if New England beats Buffalo this Sunday, which would clinch the division for the Dolphins, but Miami would lose out and Kansas City wins out. Then Kansas City mm. would leapfrog Miami for the two seed. Miami would still be the division winner, but they would be the three seed. Gotcha. I didn't know that was even a scenario. Now that I know, that will certainly happen. <laughs> Bill Belichick, one last win over Buffalo. 100% that is what's going to happen. We are now going to win the AFC East and have no home game. By losing. <laughs> um, and then we know Dolphins claim the one seed by either beating Baltimore and Buffalo, so winning out, or beating Baltimore and um, Baltimore in Week 18 would lose to Pittsburgh. That's how Miami right. would win the AFC East. Uh, excuse me, would win the one seed if they don't win out. All right. Yeah. So those are your uh, playoff seeding updates. Okay. Your weather from the DeMesman and Dover Law Firm. Call them 866-954-MORE for free consultations 24-7 or visit them online, youraccidentattorneys.com. Mentioned it. It's uh, starting to cool, get real cool here in Miami. It's dipping into the mid-60s right now. Tonight should drop into the mid-50s or upper 50s as well. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Pointas las pilas. Hawk and Crowder. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. 
you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So game day uncensored this Sunday. Brendan Tobin, Omar Kelly, Alejandro Solana. Be on the air when? 9 a.m.? Bright and early, Hawk. 9 a.m. New Year's Eve. Very good. Can listen to them here on 560 WQAM. Barry Jackson uh, tweeted out the Dolphins' injury report. So Jalen Waddell, as you had mentioned, definitely out. Questionable. Officially questionable. Doubtful, by the way, is Robert Hunt. Doubtful. Officially, officially questionable. Lester Cotton, Liam Eikenberg, our friend Javon Holland, Xavier Howard, Austin Jackson, Raheem Mostert, Jalen Ramsey, that's a new issue. He's listed with a knee, hmm. and uh, Robbie Chosen is out of protocol. So there's another target since Jalen Waddle will not be there. Jimmy, uh, I think, is playing uh, cornerback for the Dolphins on Sunday as well. He's playing tight end oh, so he's, uh, tomorrow. He's got tight end for, for FSU. Uh-huh. Day off, rest a little bit. Mm-hmm. Actually, no day off. No Saturday to Sunday. Wow, Jimmy, right look it. at you. I'll be exhausted. All right. Well, give it your best. So, Marcel-Louis Jacques in ESPN, ESPN.com, did a little preview of Ravens-Dolphins. They did a couple of, like, um, I don't know, little categories. Why each team is a strong bet to win. You've got the Baltimore writer from ESPN and then Marcel-Louis Jacques for Miami. So, why each team is a strong bet to win. For the Ravens, Lamar Jackson. The betting favorite for NFL MVP, Jackson has willed the Ravens to victories this season, whether it's sidestepping pass rushers to buy more time or throw or running for a big play. Jackson has Baltimore averaging 30.1 points over its last nine games, despite being without its most explosive running backs um, and most productive target, which is the tight end Mark Andrews. Plus, Lamar Jackson has been perfect at M&T Bank Stadium at this time of year. He is 9-0 at home in December in his career, which is the most home wins without a loss in the final month of the calendar year since 1950. Now, conversely, the Dolphins. Offense. The Dolphins own the NFL's highest scoring offense at 30.9 points per game. They also lead the league with 411.5 yards per game. 275.1 passing yards per game and 4.98 rushing yards per play. When fully healthy, there are four players on this offense capable capable of scoring from anywhere on the field. Tyreek Hill, Devon Achan, Raheem Mostert, and Jalen Waddell. Of course, we know Waddell is not going to play. The Dolphins' defense ranks in the top five in yards allowed per game, fourth at 296.5. 
rushing yards allowed per game, fifth at 90.8, and sacks per attempt. They trail only the Ravens in terms of total sacks, which is impressive considering Miami's best, best pass rusher, Jalen Phillips, torn Achilles in week 12. Marcel Louis-Jacques writes, this is a well-rounded team that has proven itself elite on both sides of the ball. Now, the other flip side, why would each team be vulnerable on Sunday? The Ravens, the ground game. Stopping the run is one area where the Baltimore defense has not dominated. In three losses, the Ravens have given up an average of 134.6 yards rushing. Baltimore has allowed two 100-yard rushers, the Rams' Kyron Williams and the Niners' Christian McCaffrey in his past three games. Dolphins are fifth in the NFL at 136.4 yards uh, rushing yards per game. On offense, the Ravens lead the NFL in rushing, but they haven't gotten much out of the ground game lately outside of Lamar Jackson. Current running backs Gus Edwards, UM, and Justice Hill have combined to average 3.6 yards per carry over the last six games. It's been a struggle at times to run out the clock in the fourth quarter. Dolphins, why are they vulnerable? The injuries are starting to pile up. Thursday's news that Waddle is not going to play because of the high ankle sprain is a major blow. Waddle has over 1,000 receiving yards. He's caught 11 passes for 171 yards and two touchdowns against the Ravens last season. Safety Javon Holland hasn't played since week 12 because of MCL sprains in both knees, although he did participate in some practices this week. I told you just a minute ago he's officially questionable. Right guard Robert Hunt has not played since week 13. He's officially doubtful. Meanwhile, left guard Isaiah Wynn remains on the injured reserve with quad injury. Center Connor Williams is out for the season with a torn ACL. Right tackle Austin Jackson is fighting through the oblique injury. Aside from the injuries, three of Miami's four losses have come on the road, all against opponents with winning records. While beating the Cowboys last week helped the narrative that Miami can't beat teams with winning records, the Dolphins need to prove they can win away from South Florida. If victorious, it would be the first time in franchise history the Dolphins beat 10 win teams in consecutive weeks, according to ESPN stats and information. So giving you that information, Solana, who do you think comes out with the dub on Sunday? Ravens by a thousand. No, I'm I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Um I I hate that Waddle's out, but you know, the Dolphins proved that they could do it without Tyreek Hill and they could probably do it without Jalen Waddle too. So I, I don't think that means that they're not going to be able to move the ball offensively. I don't think it means that, you know, the the passing game is going to take a hit. I mean, if Tyreek Hill's out there, you feel confident, right, Hawk? I mean, you, you, you certainly feel confident. I think it's going to be tough, though. They're banged up. They're really banged up. And what the Ravens did last week? Pick a side, man. Yeah, I don't. I think it's tough, man. Going on the road, two years in a row to beat Baltimore we'll when they're playing what, this good. Here, here's what know. Marcel Louis Jacques wrote about the X factors for the Dolphins. He wrote Devon Achan. Against this pass rush, the rookie could provide an explosive safety valve out of the backfield, especially with Waddle's uh, game status being out. Miami could use all the home run hitters it can uh, it can get on Sunday. Since returning from a knee injury in week 13, Achan has cracked 100 scrimmage yards only once, despite double-digit touches in three of the four games. 
He averaged 11.5 yards per touch over 45 touches during his explosive three-game stretch from week three to week five. That's an unreasonable number to expect from a running back. It is, however, an example of what the third-round pick can accomplish. He could be one of those guys where, okay, no Jalen Waddell. This is another Devon HN game. That would be nice to see. I do think, obviously, with Tyreek being out there, it makes things better. Raheem Mostert is a touchdown machine. Um, and you've seen decent play out of the uh, the receivers other than Hill and Waddle. I it, This one is really tough on Sunday to come out and just say, oh, yeah, Dolphins are going to take – like. This has been the game that's tripped them up this season, this particular game. It's the road game against a really good team. And by the way, Baltimore looks like they're gelling right now. Like, this is a tough one. That's putting it lightly. I mean, I, I really thought the Niners were going to humble them a little bit. And they they went, they went into Santa Clara and, and proved they're the best team in the NFL. Um yeah, Hawk, I, I, I think you're right about this being the game that's tripped them up all season long. I'll tell you what, though, man, they, they win this game, and they, they should be one of the favorites to win the Super Bowl, right? Like the idea no that they can't win on the road, they can't beat elite teams. I still see some of that being thrown out there, you know, by the cowards of the world just because they beat a Cowboys team that can't win on the road. Um, they win this game, and that, that can't be a narrative of this team anymore moving forward. But well, I, I have I, – I put in a future Dolphins to win the Super Bowl. I think it was plus 800 or plus 900. If they beat the Ravens, that's going to be down to plus 400 or plus 500 because that, that would be the, the hurdle that you have to get over to beat that narrative. Easy. Uh, if they're going to win this game, to me, I mean, the offense has to play well, obviously, but it's got to be defensively. Like, you are, you are getting to Lamar. You're not letting him get out of the pocket and, and just run for 20, 30 yards – and you have to have a couple, maybe a pick six, maybe like a fumble return. Like the defense has to be, they have to play their best game of the season to win this football game. Jimmy, who you got on Sunday? The Dolphins, man. I got the guts. All right. Let's check it. I don't believe him. Jimmy never disappoints. He never disappoints. <laughs> uh, there you go. Don't forget, game day uncensored, Sunday morning, 9 a.m., Brendan Tobin, Omar Kelly, Alejandro Solana, get you ready for the game. You're listening to the Hawk and Crowder Show. Papa Reno. Papa Reno. Hawk and Crowder. Did you watch the, uh, well, it was yesterday, the Pop-Tarts Bowl, right? We were at the Hard Rock. We saw some of that. You see the ending, though? Well, I thought it was kind of bogus, to be quite honest, because all week, all month, really, I'd been led to believe it was an edible mascot. And so then the mascot, which was a Pop-Tart, jumped into, you know, the toaster. And then it kind of pushed out just a big giant Pop-Tart. Uh -huh. it, that wasn't the mascot. Like, I didn't get fooled. Everyone seems to have loved it. I was a little, was a little disappointed. I, thought, I, I didn't, like, I had envisioned a mascot walking past players on the sidelines during the game and them taking little pieces of Pop-Tart off him and eating it. I didn't, it really wasn't an edible mascot. It was a mascot dressed like a Pop-Tart, and then they're going to hand out a big Pop-Tart at the end of the game. Right, but I mean, I think they nailed it, Hawk, because really think about a, a guy in a mascot suit that's edible. I mean, he's walking well, around. That's, that's why I thought it was so amazing. He's walking that, around it, thousands it, of people. You, 
but you can't you can't tell me it's the world's first edible mascot. And then when it's over and it wasn't an edible mascot, say to me, well, think about the ramifications. You can't have an edible mascot. Well, okay, then don't tell me that there's an edible mascot. That's all I'm saying. Right. Like if you said there's going to be a big, giant, celebratory Pop-Tart at the end of the game, okay. Like, that's cool, too. No, but I you mean, he was he was edible mascot. The mascot was not edible. It was just a costume, just like Sebastian the Ibis. And uh, the Miami Maniac and any other uh, Bernie. Any uh, Does Bernie have a last name? Riley. Bernie Riley. I, I just don't understand why people called it an edible mascot when it was obviously not an edible mascot. But what are you doing there? I mean, Bernie is supposed to be a big ball of flame. That That's what he's supposed to be. Right. They, they call him Bernie because he's burning. He's not actually a big ball flame hawk. I don't know if you've ever noticed that. But they don't say, come see the world's first flaming mascot. Like, they they made it a point to say, like, do you know what that mascot was? It was a mascot. It was just a thing dressed like a Pop-Tart. Well, uh, until until they toasted it. Until they toasted it. Nope. They did not toast it. Well, how do you know? How do I know? Because I saw the guy walk out behind the thing that he jumped into. (laughs) They pulled out a big cake. They had a sheet cake made like a Pop-Tart. I thought they nailed it, man. I thought they nailed it. They didn't nail it. They lied to you. Weren't you told it was an edible mascot? I was, but the idea of a guy, of a guy... Okay, well, then why would you say it's an edible mascot? Because at the end you go, well, that's crazy. You couldn't do that. Well, then why did you say it? Because it was edible. He jumped into the toaster, and out came the mascot, toasted no. for everybody that, to that eat. Just, no, a big Pop-Tart came out at the end. It's the turducken. Like, they bring out a turducken at the end of the Thanksgiving game. Hey, your microphone is edible. Your microphone's edible. This is the world's first edible microphone. Go, go ahead, eat it. It's well, the world's first edible microphone. There's no toaster to put it into. No, no, you don't have to toast it. This is the world's first edible microphone. Go ahead and eat it. Yeah, you have to. You have to toast no, the pop tart. I would like you to. You have to toast the pop tart. So I mean, I, they toasted it I'm last night, talking, Hawk. But you don't have to toast a microphone. I'm telling you, this is the world's first edible microphone. It's a huge deal. Go ahead, take a bite. What do you want me to do? Take a bite of this microphone right yes. now? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that would be crazy if it was an edible microphone. It's obviously not an edible microphone. Feel bad sure, for whoever has I to use this was, next. I mean, that uh, who uses it next? How about for you? The fact that you put your mouth on that thing, like you're worried about the next person that uses it? <laughs> that's, Dan Day spews on that microphone. Like, like you, you just... That's how, that's how ridiculous it is. I go, oh, it's the world's first edible microphone. Oh, okay, let me try it. No, I mean, that's crazy. How could a microphone be edible? Well, why'd you say it was edible? Bro, they had a a, a huge, a massive Pop-Tart walking around uh, the stadium, which that. was awesome. No, 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 no. And no, then, no, and no, no, then no. he they gets They did not have a massive Pop-Tart walking around the stadium. They had a mascot dressed like a Pop-Tart. It's like the San Diego chicken. They don't have a massive chicken walking around the stadium. They have a mascot. What are you doing here, though? Like, like, yeah, like you're taking issue with because it was just a, a mascot. mascot, right? It was literally just a mascot, which is what I they no told you it would be. Mascots. That's what I they like told you would be. No, they said it was an edible mascot. Guess what would have happened 
if you tried to eat that mascot. You would have gotten a mouthful of polyester. It's theater of the mind, Hawk. Theater of the mind. I mean, the mascot goes into the toaster oven, which was genius. Massive toaster oven brought out onto the field. And he's holding a little sign that say that says dreams really do come true, which I thought was hilarious. And he jumps into the toaster oven, and then he disappears. He vanishes because out comes the massive Pop-Tart. They nailed that last night. Like, I think you're on a huge island here. Just because, you know, the coach last night of, who was that, Washington or Washington State or Kansas State couldn't go and just rip a chunk off of the mascot. I mean, you're, you're, you're on a total island here. And you couldn't appreciate what was was up. a phenomenal marketing campaign. I'm asking last night. you straight up: Was it an edible mascot? After it was toasted, it was. Yes. No, it was not. They didn't toast the mascot. Did he or did he not jump into a toaster oven? <laughs> that, that's not. What Hold I'm on. Debating. Did he? Did he or did he not? He absolutely. Did, did the yes. mascot? No, yeah, absolutely. Did, did the non-edible but, mascot jump into okay. a toaster oven and out think, came a massive pop tart? <laughs> okay, but do you think that that was yes or no a working? Do you think that was a working toaster oven? I have no reason to believe no, no, it no, wasn't. No, no. I have no believe, reason to believe so yes, it wasn't. You think you you think that was a massive <laughs> working toaster oven? I believe it was. It was shaped like a toaster. One pop tart went in cold. One came out warm, right. edible. I have no reason to believe that was not a real toaster oven. It was a fraud perpetrated on America. It was a fraud. It was you a are. total. On such an island on America. Here. That was, was phenomenal. I mean, it's the reality of it. Uh, five o'clock Funky Buddha happy hour is coming up. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder show. Is milk liquid cow? Hawk and Crowder. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.